Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is Pat O. Pat O, how was your weekend? I heard you did some big things. Ah, uh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh. we had the the Blue Island Film Festival at the Lyric Theater. Uh, awesome, awesome venue. Uh, if you live in the Chicagoland area and you have not yet checked it out, please do. There's events there all the time. Uh, front of the show, Mike Vanderbilt is doing like a monthly movie night. And, um, yeah, it's a really cool spot and, uh, it was well attended. We had, um, 12 people with our group about, and then there was probably like 200 people there total. So it was a really good audience, but what we did not have was the best movie at the festival. Uh, not by a fucking long shot. It was, there was some very, very stiff competition. Um, I'm my own worst critic and, I don't like, believe it or not, I don't, I reach a point with my movies where I don't want to watch them anymore. I don't like looking at them. All I see is like a collection of flaws and things wrong on the screen and missed opportunities. And that's, it's not like that when I first finish them, I'm very excited about them and I like to watch them and I like, I get a kick out of them. But after like the third or fourth time, um, it's just, I don't want to look at it anymore. And, um, yeah, so it was, <laughs> it was kind of like a bittersweet thing. Um, where it was cool and like people laughed at the right parts and everybody was super enthusiastic and happy, but I was just like, let me get drunk as quickly as fucking possible. And, um, yeah. So my kid was there though. It was really cool for him at the end. They brought all the filmmakers and actors and stuff on stage and he was in it. So he went up on stage with me and, um, they're going to do the festival again next year. And my son's really into stop motion, like claymation and stuff. And I told him you should really, make an effort to do a stop motion thing. And, uh, you know, hopefully that inspired him to like, look, you can make stuff and then you can screen it for people and they laugh and then you get to go on stage. And if, if he found it empowering, cause I mean, as a kid growing up, like my parents never did that with me, you know what I mean? Um, sure. and if I could do that for him and just kind of, even if he never goes into the arts or performance or anything, just to kind of give him that little bit of confidence. Um, it'll have all been worth it for me, I guess. But uh, I just had a so-so time, I guess. I mean, it doesn't sound like it was a failure, though. It sounds like people liked it. Bitch, no one said failure. The fuck you wow. said failure for? <laughs> Who said failure? <laughs> like it was terrible. It was just no, I was, Everybody I, booed me off the stage. I, you know, I don't know. No, no, I, I, like I said, it was the best of times. It was the worst. I And, and honestly, like... We went and, and had uh, drinks at the bar that we shot it at, and then we went and we visited Mike over at Rock Island afterwards. And, like, he's been through so many of these with me. Like, he knows. Like, I, I just fucking, I'm not, as much as you think I would be that guy that would love to go to those things, I don't like going to those things. As much as you think of, like, the Pato Doctor X persona and, like, how I am and shit, how much I like to do this stuff, I don't like to do that stuff. That's not, that's not me. Why don't, um, why don't you like to go do those things? I don't know. Cause I don't like people. I don't like, um, I, I just, I, I, it f makes me feel very vulnerable. I think when I make stuff and then I hold up my stuff for people to judge makes me feel very vulnerable. If we're going to get all Mark Marin WTF here for a second. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. I just, it is what it is. Like, I liked being in bands and playing in front of people. Like, I don't know. I don't want to make this about fucking psychoanalyzing me. 
So that was that. Um, sure. But I did, you know, I don't know. I'm going to make, I, I come out of these things and I say, okay, what am I doing next? You know what I mean? What's the next one? What's the next one going to be? And uh, Troma picked up another one of my movies, Blood Spray the Musical. I don't know if I talked about that anywhere. No. Um, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna distribute a second one of mine, and there's a third one. That Tentacles one, I think I might give it to them too, um, because I think they would really like it. And me and Derek kind of talked about it this weekend, and I think I might shoot out that email this week. But yeah, they picked up Blood Spray the Musical, which was another forty hour film that we did, which was, as the title suggests, a musical. And, um, that actually won for best musical that year. So that's a, that's a, that's another pretty good one. So we'll have, I think it's, they'll be up in December is what it's looking like. So there'll be two pedo movies on trauma, which is cool. And, um, other than that, NaNoWriMo, it's November, uh, been trying to write the, uh, the be my cat knockoff. So I'm working on that a lot. Sure. <laughs> and that's yeah. It's coming along pretty good. I've got the, I've got a good. lot of it flushed out, and I'll send it to you when I'm done. Let me know what you think. Sure. That, that was Saturday. Sunday was D and D. That's it. That was my weekend. Oh, <laughs> completely forgot. Uh, I am partnering with a local grower, and soon we'll be selling the official on Wednesdays. We talk weird weed. Uh, I oh. tried it this weekend. It's really good. As, <laughs> as, okay. Uh, I could vouch for it. Yeah, I know. I know because you can grow in in Illinois. You can have up to five plants, and uh, I have a friend that's doing that. And we'll slap a sticker on the bag, and there you go. So part of the. <laughs> Do I get a sampling of, of oh, my, it, my own brands? Definitely, dude. It's good. Okay. It's okay. good. Right. It's not. It's not fucking swag. It's nothing. You not need to. You're not gonna. This is not to be smoked out of a Mountain Dew can. This is fucking really, really, really good shit. The only worthy of the uh, on Wednesdays we talk weird brand. So uh, can't cross state lines with it. And if it's illegal in the state that you reside in, that's not my responsibility. But if you are in Illinois, please hit me up seven seven three five nine weird and uh, give me your order. order. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, okay. Well. <laughs> Cash that only, was, no uh... fucking checks. <laughs> no checks. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I've never bought drugs with checks before. Um, I tried to. It doesn't usually work. <laughs> they usually tell you no. I'm like, eh, man. <laughs> it's so much easier now. I remember like having to go to the fucking bank and withdraw money, and then like if you needed to like break your, you know, change, you break your change. Now you just fucking cash up that shit, like. <laughs> right. it's it's so easy to buy drugs now well i go to dispensaries for the most part i this was that's what was so crazy when my friend was like oh i'm growing it and uh which by the way too if you're an illinois resident you're probably getting your weed at a dispensary why are you playing if you're sick of paying cocaine prices for marijuana on wednesdays we talk weird weed okay price like regular fucking weed it's not crazy dispensary price week there's no illinois sales tax um I probably shouldn't have said that, but, uh, yeah, we, we like used to buy it back in the day in a bag from a dude. So there you go. Buy, buy your weed classic classical style. <laughs> um, endorsed officially by Wednesdays says we talk weird. Hey, that's great. I'm here for it. <laughs> wow. Now you need to get working on the, uh, on Wednesdays we talk weird DMT and we'll have a that's full true. line of this stuff. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's easy. Um, <laughs> 
just make our own drugs. Um, <laughs> we're not actually selling drugs, just in case no. anybody's curious. That I'm was a, be, but, that was high um, comedy. That was a bit. That was performance art. <laughs> uh, none of that was real. Seven seven three five nine weird. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, I did not have a nearly as exciting weekend, but that's okay. Um, I. I've been checking out uh, Jeremiah Byron's open line show. That's some pretty good stuff right there. Um, you know, our conversation, it finally motivated me to get on the Discord server with everybody. I've been a Patreon supporter for like months, but I never joined the uh, Discord. I finally did that this week. So yeah, it's more pretty, in tune with what you guys. It's yeah. pretty happening over there in the Discord. Um, I have not been doing so hot at, on the Discord, which sucks because you guys, if, if you're patrons, you know, you, you have access to it. <laughs> So um, I should probably do better just at Discord in general. And especially because it is a perk that I have with several of my uh, people that I, I, you know, support on Patreon. So, um, but yeah, Jeremiah Bryan's got the uh, Bigfoot Society podcast YouTube channel over there. He does the open lines uh, some days of the week, usually Sunday for sure. Um, mm-hmm. He's definitely there. So uh, check that out. And then, of course, I got the official green light. I will be at CryptidCon this year. So come see me at CryptidCon. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just there to attend. I'm on, I'll only be there Saturday. So that's something. Is that too. the one in November? Yeah. Like yep. a couple of weeks. Daniel's going to be there. Lexington, Kentucky. Very cool. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Jeremiah will be there. It's the first time I'll get to meet Jeremiah. Oh. Yeah. I know. Who else is going to be there? I'll I'm be out of town. You. I can't, but like. I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll see. But anyway. Gosh darn it. I'll be there. And that's all that matters. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway that's really all i have you want to talk about some news let's do it let's talk about some news um so pato was sending you this video to watch and uh and you did you watched it um uh yeah. Trump and australia caught some interesting footage um i don't really care that much about um a lot of these things <laughs> just because most of the time it's so inconclusive as to what you're looking at but this was pretty good um it seems to be some type of humanoid type figure i think it looks like a gray um Pato, what do you think about that that trail cam footage a couple things so I, I i really dug into this uh this video but let's uh first i'll talk about the video itself <clears throat> it's not bad um it, it does it suggests that that this creature the movement from this creature is what triggered the the trail cam. Yeah. But what's interesting is there's a branch in front of it that's blowing the entire time. So I don't know why movement from that wouldn't have set off the trail cam. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you know the video itself is kind of dark, but once they they flip the contrast and and tweak it a little bit, you can kind of see this creature. Right. And um, what was when I watched the video of itself, I was like, this is interesting. Uh, it it didn't look totally fake but i i you know it's not like a chill ran down my spine because i thought that i was seeing the first photographic evidence of alien life or anything but what was interesting was that when i dug into it i found out that there was a youtube channel about a decade ago called the polished knob so Mm -hmm. that let that fucking sink in for a second that did a whole series of these videos in the same area of australia where uh, a young man and his roommates were videotaping these creatures that look exactly like this around their property. And the videos are 
pretty it's it i don't know if they were ever officially like the dude came out and said these are fake but they're pretty well regarded as being fake and um there was when i was looking through the comment section of the video that you had sent me this one that just dropped this week people were arguing whether or not this was from the batch that the polished knob released 10 years ago and from what I can tell, it's not. People thought that this video that like supposedly surfaced this week was actually an old video that someone just dragged out, slapped some new shit on it, and then sent out to this guy. Uh, I don't okay. think it is, but it's definitely worth checking out the Polish Knob video. If only from like uh, entertainment purposes, like the idea of telling a story um, about someone being harassed by aliens and doing it through you know, uh, bi-weekly or whatever YouTube clips that you were uploading that was supposed to look like found footage or something. You know what I mean? It, it's int- I, I think that the polish knob is fake. This isn't necessarily the polish knob guy doing this again, but it's from the same area of Australia and the aliens kind of look similar. But uh, as just a storytelling device or like a piece of media, what the polish knob did is I think worth checking out for our listeners alone because it's really kind of interesting. Wow, that is you really did deep dive on it. Very interesting. I'm definitely going to check that out because yeah. I did not do as much deep diving on that uh, <laughs> bit of information. I didn't. Man. Sometimes I do. Sometimes uh, you, you know what you need. You know how you find out shit like this on Wednesdays. We talk weird weed. <laughs> fucking motivate you to sit there on YouTube all day long. Is that what you're high on today? You said you were high as fuck. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> i'm gonna say that's what it is wow very interesting well i'm gonna post the video for people uh you know obviously that's what i do um and then uh you guys be the judge i don't fucking know what it is uh but you know it's cool i guess (laughs) it's interesting another story i wanted to share um it's just kind of really fucking badass actually i thought it was fucking sweet uh an eight-year-old child in india okay he was outside playing in his yard when uh cobra attacked him and wrapped itself around his arm and tried to bite him so this eight-year-old kid what he did he was one step ahead and he bit the cobra to death bit it in two places (laughs) get this cobra to death and it dropped off his arm and he went and told his parents he was bitten um but he and he got he went to the hospital to go get some anti-venom but they found that the bite was it was a dry bite it didn't inject him with anything so um hats off to fucking eight-year-old kids in india man i would have died at that i mean at this kind of shit i had to deal with at eight um yeah i would have died i wouldn't have ever thought of that good thing there wasn't a cobra in that meyer bathroom <laughs> that's a Jesus. good yes <laughs> right i don't know who i'd be talking to right now <laughs> Bit yeah. that motherfucker to death good for him yeah <laughs> you know kind of like combining the two news stories do you remember that tv show called scare tactics i do i always wanted to be on that I used to tell my friends, write them a letter, try to get me on, try to get me on there. I I don't know how I would react in those situations. I don't know if I would scream and faint or if I would go into fight or flight. Like, that's why, like, the scare tactics people, like, you know, most of the time people freak out and they act like pussies. But you think every once, just percentage-wise, someone's got to man up every once in a while and, like, really, like, click into superhero mode and, like, take control of the situation. You know what I mean? Um and that's exactly what that kid did. That's exactly what that kid did. <laughs> he did not bitch out. If you saw no. that kid had scare tactics, he'd fucking rally the, you know. Yeah. He would not yeah. be trying to hide under beds and shit. 
no, he was fucking here for it. He came to party and uh, he won. He, he was victorious. So, um, yeah, I remember scare tactics. Tactics. That's a good call out there, Pato. I like that show. I did enjoy that uh, uh, quite a bit. I don't know how I would have reacted. Uh, some of I can't. I, you know, honestly, I can't remember like any of the segments. I was trying to like deep dive recently. Speaking of old TV shows, um, and I couldn't find it. Maybe somebody can help. There was this show that I used to watch on MTV that was like people it was kind of like a game show but it was like a ghost hunting show where they would like go to these like scary places and they'd have to like do challenges fear factor no it wasn't fear factor like they would go to like a cemetery and like you know they they would go to like a cemetery and there'd be like a base like a home base that was safe and like one of the people would have to go like the challenge would be like they dug up this grave where this woman was seen every single night and they had to go like lay in the grave all night long and like they won money or something if they made it who was the host i I don't think there really i don't know if there really was a host or if it was just like a narrator yeah this sounds new to me i mean if it was mtv you think they would have like you know it it was like 2000s i'm almost positive it was on mtv like but it was yeah it was like way early 2000s um but yeah, they would like do like challenges that were like at haunted places. Yeah. Great show. I remember it. Audience members, if you um remember the show, let me know. Because I can't I don't that's really I mean, I can't remember details of it. I just remember like, you know, the fucking night vision camera and like that's it really. I mean, <laughs> I don't really remember anything notable. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the flip side of that, the reason why I thought about it um recently was because somebody had brought up the shorts that they used to show in cartoon network and and i remember these and i had never thought about these of um it was scooby-doo but it was them doing the blair witch project do you remember those (laughs) have you seen those and and maybe you didn't but yeah and it was i mean it was kind of fucked up and scary but they would like you know, like Adult Swim has bumpers. It was like that, but it was like the Scooby Doo crew acting on various scenes from the Blair Witch Project. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Again, I just, uh, I don't know, thought about it. <laughs> that was it, really. That was all I had to say about that. Um, I guess I don't have any more news. Pato, did you have any news? No, I didn't, I didn't do shit. Yeah, I mean, by the time this airs, everybody will have voted. The lunar eclipse will have happened. Um, I don't know how that work out for you guys. It was good. Well, hopefully, Twitter's still standing too. Oh Jesus Christ! Probably, <laughs> probably not. No. Are you going to buy your blue check mark? Probably. <laughs> I'll too. do anything for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so funny. Is that some people we'll are see. so outraged by that, and some people are like, "Fuck it, let's do it." <laughs> I, you know, I'd prefer if it wasn't that way, but, you know. There's a lot of people saying that uh, it was that way before, but it was private individuals that were that were profiting off it and not the company. That there were people that if you, um, if you were a non-celebrity, you were one of these internet journalists or, or, or film Twitter people or whatever, and... Um, you put it you submitted an application that people were getting contacted by twitter employees that would sell them verification 
for a couple grand. I don't know. That's uh, lucrative. Yeah, and the, right there. Yeah, no, that was on. Someone tweeted that at Elon Musk, and then he retweeted and said that he had. This is exactly what they were investigating. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I like I said, I believe it or not, like about a year ago. I don't know if I told this story on air, but I tried to get Twitter verified and whatever the criteria was as a filmmaker, I had met the, I had met the requirements. Um, I think you needed 20 production credits to your name or something. And I have, I have double that probably. And my thing was denied and I just kind of shrugged it off and was like, Oh, no big deal. And and moved on with it. But um, that's what they were saying is that they would deny it to people like me but if you were someone that like was made multiple attempts or sometimes they would reach out and contact you and then try to sell you verification. So I don't know. I I think that as long as we still have a means of getting Twitter verified without having to pay for it, I don't think you should have to pay for it. And that'd be the only requirement. I mean, I think that you should, I mean, if you, if you earn it, you earn it, (laughs) you know, that's just the way that is. Um, I think anybody that's already Twitter verified should stay Twitter verified and that's that, Um, you know, and then if you got a couple of jack ops that want to pay for it, you know, Hey, that's fine. You know, as long as they have other things, but I am enjoying the Elon Musk parody accounts that everybody's doing to kind of fight back at this and kind of, you know, prove the point of, of what the point of Twitter verification was to begin with um so that's been interesting i don't know i have muted and blocked elon musk on twitter i don't want to hear anything about him um anymore <laughs> twitter i hate the guy i don't like him he's, he's a bad guy I said it before i'll say it again he's like lex luther that's what he is he's a fucking villain he's a super villain and um it's sad you know his fan base sucks they're bad people most fan bases suck though let's be honest no matter what it is right um but yeah i just i don't know i haven't been dealing with any of it <laughs> much lately <laughs> so Anyway, why don't we talk about uh, something that's um, maybe just as disastrous as uh, Elon Musk? Uh, <laughs> Pat, oh, what uh, what do you know about the Chernobyl uh, disaster before before this episode? Uh, I watched the HBO documentary that was super popular, like what was it, like a year ago, two years ago. Um, that kind of led it broke it down, like what happened over the timeline and the Russians' response. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's, it's awesome. And that kind of, that's, that was for the most part, the entire story. Uh, so I was pretty well versed in it. Um, like I didn't I know said, there was it, a documentary. I thought they oh, did. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Not show. documentary. It was like a dramatization. It was like a oh, mini yeah. series gotcha. with, yeah. uh, uh, Lane from Mad Men who played the main character and, um, it was just all about like when it happened, the response to the town, the first responders that went in there, how they shut it down or tried to shut it down and all that, and then the cover up. So I was pretty well uh, versed in that aspect of it, which I guess you would say is the official story. And then definitely in checking out um, the stuff for this week's show, I came across all the Russian woodpecker stuff, which I don't know if we'll get into later. I know you're we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So. Oh, I won't go into it, but, uh, you know, all the conspiracy theories about it, I guess. Sure. Wow. I did not know there was that many of that. And I had, I had heard the Mothman thing too, but everybody is very always, whenever I bring that up, everyone's always very quick to point out that that wasn't actually, there were no Mothman sightings or something like that was, that's like an urban legend. Sure. It's not actually accurate. So, 
What you I, got, I, girl? I think that's interesting. Um, well, I mean, I've always known about it because you know, I hang out with weird people, and it's like people are like obsessed with this situation, mm-hmm. and uh, I I never really understood why. <laughs> um, I saw that awful horror movie, The Chernobyl Diaries. It was not good. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that um, too. <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. Um, it, it was cool. The, like the first bit of the movie is pretty neat, you know, because I actually go there, like actually film there. Like that's cool. Um, but then like the rest of it is just fucking awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it was a fucking nuclear reactor meltdown. And, you know, and uh, what else do you need to know about it? I guess you know, as kind of how I've always felt. And um, I guess even now, if, even after researching it for this episode, I still feel the same way. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because it's it's very much um well i I would say a once in a lifetime event but it kind of happened again somewhere else you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but but it is and and it's um i don't want to say it's necessary because it sounds really insensitive but i mean it has helped us advance science um in that regard because now we have like a scientific playing field and um that's that's kind of neat but uh yeah anyway so um you know what the hell happened uh so april 26 of 1986 um some people just didn't do their fucking job right and uh (laughs) caused the um reactor four at the chernobyl plant to um well explode essentially i mean i don't know i really wasn't going to get into the technical terms about exactly what happened because okay does that matter i mean i you know i don't i don't probably not i don't think it does um you know but what happens when things like this happen is radiation starts leaking out from the plant itself and that's that's exactly what was going on um these explosions it wasn't just you know fire and and craziness it it was it was you know radioactivity (laughs) which sounds scary and intimidating to a lot of people um radioactivity can be scary but it's not what people think it is typically um but uh yeah i mean that's the that's the gist of what happened um they don't really know how many people have died due to this um it's still kind of a mystery because some people are still alive to this day who may or may not died yet because of the facts of being exposed to something like that um but and then it's you know other things other factors um you know the town right next to it which is mostly what people talk about um pripyat 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 i don't know how to pronounce it um it was completely evacuated a lot of people go and visit that site because again it's a whole town they literally evacuated it within you know over a 48 hour period people just left their shit and just left um you know but the effects again were not just straight radioactivity um i mean there was radioactive sickness that of course some people died over uh but you know got long-term cancers and things like that that happened and uh suicides suicides (laughs) were another big part of it so again the nuclear falling out uh is still happening to this day so i guess that's where we're starting i don't know Pato. all right let's do it no, oh, I was giving you the cue to 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 get into it. I guess to, to get into what do you want um, me to get into? The fucking I don't know. You were talking about uh, conspiracies and stuff. I didn't have none of that. Um, oh, okay. The, so there was. Do you want me to do that now? The the I uh, the Russian woodpecker thing. Well, I'll talk about the um. Oh, let me talk about the the Mothman sightings there real quick. 
Okay. Um, just to kind of get that out of the way because it is easy. Uh, legend has it that a couple of the workers saw a uh, black humanoid figure with glowing red eyes uh, near and around the power plant right before the reactor thing happened. <laughs> um, you know, these are questionable reports. And I do see this a lot when people talk about Mothman. They're like, oh, I saw him. They're in Chernobyl. And so, you know, Harbinger of Doom, he's evil. Um, it, it, again, it's questionable. There's the people that were probably may have been there and may have seen this thing they're not alive anymore to tell us if that really yeah, happened that's the first red flag for me it was like wait a minute people that were near the reactor before it exploded like are there any left i wouldn't think so i mean there are well i mean yes and no i think the people that not many people died immediately you know that is the thing about it is that there were a lot of people that walked away walked out of yeah. the power plant you know they did die eventually um but you know, there's no names. You can't pinpoint this legend on anybody's names. And it seems like this legend only really dates back to about 2005. And there's really nothing predating that. Um, some Mothman stories I have, I take issue with because while I understand that things can happen after the fact, right? Hindsight's a bitch and things come out later on in life. Um, there's a guy that claims that he saw Mothman as, as a child and Mothman spoke to him and warned him about 9-11, except he never, there's no record of him talking about it until way after 9-11 happened, right? Uh -huh. So it's hard to verify those things. And this is, this is very much one of those things. So it is often written off by people as that probably didn't happen. Um, I can't say with 100% certainty that it did or did not happen, but I'm going to say that again, because there were no reports of it beforehand, um, it probably didn't happen. Yeah, but if it didn't happen, then you know what that means, Pat. That means that 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 it had to have come from the U.S. What do you mean? But it, because Ukraine doesn't have Mothman, I don't know who the hell that is, right? So if Ukraine has this legend, if the people of Ukraine have this legend that there is a winged humanoid, right, with glowing red eyes floating around there, then there's got to be some truth in that somewhere, right? If that originated from the Ukrainian people, then maybe there's something. Or people that already know the Mothman that live here in the U.S., we have Mothman. They don't, right? There is no Mothman over there. So, I mean, it just depends. If it's, if, it's, if it's fake, then it had to have come from over here. If there's any truth to it at all, that means the Ukraine has their own version of it. And that's something to consider. Yeah. I mean, I think both, both of them make sense. It could be um, – I started hearing the, the Mothman's, like, connection story – Probably prior to the Illinois um, flap that started in the in the mid two thousands, the early two thousands, whenever this whole thing started, uh, I'm pretty sure I heard it prior to that. So that was that was just reinforcing that it was the har the harbinger of doom aspect of the story. Sure, you know, um, and I think it was when. When I had Tobias on my first pod, uh, well, the first time I had him on a podcast, the one for Loyola, I brought that up to him, and he quickly corrected me. He was like, no, no, no that's shit. That's bullshit. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, but it is, but I see what you're saying. Um, we would have had to interject that into our mythology. Right. Since that's, that's a term that we have. I mean, I think red-eyed winged humanoids are kind of universal. Like, in Europe, they're gargoyles or whatever, you know. I mean, we there's shit like that all over the place. So I think that's definitely a possibility too. But I think it's more likely that it, the rumor was started on our end. Yes, right. And yeah. I and I think that red-eyed 
you know, winged humanoids are are probably the same thing, whatever you call them, right? Right. That's that's my whole thing, you know. But yeah, I I think that if it's fake, if that's a fake story, it probably started here. Um. So that's my take on on, on that. You know, take it or leave it from the official moth ma'am. You know, whatever you want to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> that that never fails to get a laugh for me. I love that. <laughs> me uh that's who i am so i just accept it um but yeah so that's that's my take on it anyway pato um go ahead right i got so, some other stuff but go okay ahead. we'll bounce back and forth like it's a weird world episode um so 2015 saw the release of the russian woodpecker a conspiracy documentary by chad garcia that ended up winning the documentary prize at the sundance film festival that year so a very high regarded a uh, documentary about the Chernobyl disaster that suggests that um, the disaster was committed purposely by high ranking Russian officials for a couple different reasons. So uh, this documentary has kind of been compared to the um, like a 9-11 style. What was that one? Loose change. That everyone was, you know, that that the Nylon was an inside job documentary. This is kind of one of those about Russia and Putin and the Chernobyl disaster, because like you mentioned earlier, uh, where you know we we associate Chernobyl with Russia, but it was actually in the Ukraine, right? So, uh, and it was also actually right next to a series of radar installations called the Dugar radars. Um, that is not only a missile defense program, an early warning radar for anti-ballistic missiles, um, but it's also what they believe to be a shortwave communication radar installation. So this seems like really archaic, and mind you, this was the time before cell phones, right? If you had shortwave radio works all over the globe, right? It, It bounces up into the ionosphere, like ham radio. Okay, and somebody on a ham radio that has a powerful enough broadcaster could conceivably communicate to people all over the world, right? So imagine, like, like I said, before cell phones were a, were a thing, if you wanted to talk to somebody in another country, you'd have to call them up. That would have to go through a switchboard and all that stuff. Shortwave sure. radio was a way to kind of circumvent that and in the cold war era it was a way for us to and it was something that we did too i think we talked about this didn't we on like the um like the ghost radio stations on like our didn't we do like a a mysterious signals show yeah we did an interrupted broadcast yeah something like that okay so this is that and there was a radar installation it was the one of the biggest ones ever that was right next to that area so by the Chernobyl disaster happening, this area, like no one will go near it. Now the radio equipment's still up and running. It still works. Okay. But it prevents, it prevented people from going there. And that was one of the, one of the suggestions was that that disaster was a way to kind of make this area off limits so that they could run their super secret. It was called uh, the Russian woodpecker because it would communicate in Morse code and was constantly going out over the shortwave radio, and you could hear it all over the world. And it would sometimes jump onto different channels and stuff. And it was a way to communicate with spies that were in the United States. Well. Yeah. 
Okay. And, but a lot of people, once again, like the 9-11 thing, you know, I mean, over like almost a million people between the deaths at the time and over, you know, radiation and, and stuff and birth defects throughout the years. Um, almost like a million people have died from this 985,000. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So to suggest that the Russian government purposely killed that many people to keep some of their KGB shit secret, obviously is a very weighty claim to make. So then some people suggest that that was, it's just a way to kind of further slander the Soviets. And, you know, it's part of our propaganda against them. And also the reason that uh, one of the reasons that the documentary makes for proving its theory is if you look at how delayed the Russian response was to the disaster and how much they hid the numbers and kept this stuff a secret from the world for as long as possible, which if you watch the HBO miniseries, that's basically what it's all about. But, you know, it's that's one of those things where like someone in government does something stupid and we mm -hmm. think it's a conspiracy instead of just accepting these are fucking stupid cowards that made bad decisions. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be part of some Machiavellian scheme. It can just be these guys were pussies. They wanted to save face in front of the world. How do you go in front of the world and try to act like you're a superpower and be like, you know, our, we fucking blew up the, <laughs> we blew yeah. up our own shit. You know what I mean? And we don't yeah. know how to turn it off and we need help. You know, uh, that's, that's a lot of egg to have on your face. So, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, and I agree with that. I, I didn't think there was anything odd about it. You know, the first person to report that there was an issue happening at Chernobyl, Sweden, it wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't Ukraine. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah um they, they were the first ones to be like uh and that's because they were detecting high levels of radiation coming from that direction and they were they alerted the rest of the world like hey something's going on here so we all pointed our satellites in that direction and found out oh yeah <laughs> there's something going on over there um you know and, and i agree um you know that that's a that's a pretty big oopsie you know <laughs> so, right um but they, you know did they handle it well no they, they did they you know obviously they didn't but i don't nothing like that had ever happened before you know that's something else to consider like it's not like like sure you have contingency plans and things like that but i mean when you're dealing with a situation that you've literally never dealt with before, you don't know what's going to happen until it happens. <laughs> you mm. know, so I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't buy into the whole conspiracy deal of it. Um, you know, but I mean, hey, obviously, you know, any natural disaster is going to come with some type of conspiracy tied to it. Um, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I would be more be more willing to buy that that you know the government did this on purpose just to create a test area for nuclear radiation honestly i mean that would make more sense to me than anything but you know well, what the fuck do i know i don't know i wasn't there um but you know piggybacking off of that you know i wanted to mention that you know right after that, that same year um you know tons of shit tons of shit happened um abortions that year there were like upwards of two hundred thousand abortions done in europe because of radiophobia because they all these pregnant women were told that probably there's going to be something wrong with your baby whoa i never heard yeah. that before yeah 
yeah that's that was fucking crazy. dark that, that was that was a rabbit hole i i went down um but yeah i mean it was like i mean it was like a big thing you know nobody really knew what the fuck was going to happen because when this happened you know it, it didn't just affect the immediate area you had fucking like soiled water now and you know it's um the the waterway right right there was was the pripyat river which fed into another river <laughs> which went into the drinking supply for the nearby towns and i mean you know people just had no clue how this was going to affect them um so yeah a bunch of women upwards of 200,000 women rushed out and got abortions um because they oh, were Jesus. too afraid to have fucking babies with with you know three arms and five eyes um so that that was a thing um childhood cancer in the first year in the first year childhood cancer raised 90 percent 90 percent is yeah. what happened and you know again let's let's go back to that um just kind of talking about the f effects of radioactivity on the body again people think of like spider-man <laughs> you know and and it's crazy that you know I, I have to say this but people do think of like shit like that happening um it's not any it's not typically anything that you can actually see radio uh, radioactivity is like your cells it fucks with you on a cellular level um which you know usually causes a great amount of cancer that's <laughs> typically what happens and um you know and then eventually you die from it but you can have radioactive sickness and radioactive sickness it comes out in all kinds of fucked up weird ways um you know you're kind of some people are like burning from the inside out um some people their skin fucking melts off and they bleed for the next three weeks until they eventually die um it's a horrible fucked up way to die if you are directly hit with radioactivity if you are indirectly hit with radioactivity and you're just exposed to large amounts of it then you get shit like thyroid cancer and 90 percent of your children or whatever <laughs> you know? um so uh that's a terrible thing to laugh about i shouldn't have done that but well <laughs> gallows humor what can you say what can you do yeah. you know um that you know but, what that oh, i'm sorry okay. go ahead no go ahead no i was just gonna say uh just when you said that it made me have to pull up the information on fukushima because you know that was only that was only a decade ago and um that was a lot closer to home and it's amazing and, and that went on for a lot longer too i can't believe that like that wasn't more of an ecological disaster than it was like i feel like is is that was another meltdown situation it was right on the ocean you know and that shit just leaked out into the pacific ocean for how i don't fucking we probably should have compared the two disasters honestly but um you know and and what what have we heard about that Nothing. you know and i don't even really and that happened what 2011 yeah, yeah. i don't even i don't like remember it happening oh jeez i do you know why I do a lot of drugs so. <laughs> that was when i was on my overnights and i was i was i was an avid coast to coast am listener and as much as i kind of bust that show's balls from time to time you know they did nightly updates i mean literally five nights a fucking week about what was going on with fukushima when that happened and it was night after night after night for months it was this is still happening we are still leaking into the ocean this is this is the uh this is their next theory that they're going to try to enact. They're going to try to do, you know what I mean? Um, and all the different things they tried that didn't work and trying to get it contained or trying to get it shut down. And 
they're going to try to build a wall around it or pour concrete into it, like all this shit, you know? And I remember that. And it was, it went on for a long time. Um, that's, I definitely remember. And yeah, that was caused by a tsunami too. Yeah. I, you know, we really, I guess we probably should have like compared the two. I mean, we, I think we learned a lot from, from the Chernobyl disaster, you know, but, um, something's a note, note about it really. I mean, <laughs> you can go there. <laughs> you can, you can go to, to Pripyat yeah. and go visit, you can go to Chernobyl itself um and check it out it's not nearly as dangerous as it used to be but like here's the thing about it um there are certain spots because the way that radioactivity happens it doesn't just like stay forever but there are like pockets of areas where it's more radioactive than others and in those super radioactive areas you know it's not if you walk through it it's not going to kill you but if you were to stand in that one spot for they, they estimate about four hours with how radioactive it is um it's still not gonna immediately kill you but you absolutely have fucking cancer at some point in your life (laughs) it's definitely gonna happen it's a given um you know i I don't pat would you go there would you ever go uh no but i would never go outside of the midwest unless i absolutely had to (laughs) i'm just not like that kind of guy no why the fuck would i go there i don't like i don't go to places where they jail people like for crazy shit oh you wouldn't this is a tour this is a gift this is not like going in fucking uncharted mexico like this is gimmicky you going into the ukraine no that's uh that's technically a war zone so i'm gonna avoid that shit right now it is okay yeah once we make peace once everything goes back to normal i know i I would not i would not go there i would not I have friends that are like that's their life goal is to go to Pripyat, and it's like, okay, well that's cool, but like we haven't been in amusement parks and shit here, like in the U.S., like Holy Land, USA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that you can uh, you can go to, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go just because, like, I get it. You know, uh, we're exposed to radiation every single day. That's just the way it is. That's the world we live in now, baby. We are radioactive. Um, but, you know, there are some really shady tour guides. Like, you you would hire a tour guide and you would go up there. But some of them are really fucking shady. And all they care about is making that money. They don't give a fuck about your safety, right? Yeah, it's going to turn into hostile. I'm not, I'm not going to Eastern <laughs> Europe for anything. It's not, yeah. it's not like that. But they don't give a fuck about you standing in, in a radioactive pool. You know, they don't care. You yeah, pay the no, money. I'm not you know, going to Ukraine. There. I'm not going to Thailand. I'm not going to the Philippines. Okay, well, okay, you <laughs> won't, but people do still go and visit. Um, as a matter of fact, there are people that fucking live there still. Yeah. There are still people that live, and then there's people that live literally right outside of it, right outside of the, of the, you know, of the zone, zonage area. It has a name for it. I don't give a fuck what it is. But anyway, people still live there, and, you know, that's just i don't why (laughs) well you know it's it's the same thing why we if you have nothing if you have nowhere to go if you have nothing why do people stay during hurricanes and like new orleans and shit and you're looking at all these people and you're like why the fuck didn't you leave like everyone else where are they gonna go they got nowhere to go they got nothing to carry with them i mean imagine if you were just told like you got to take your daughter and you got to get in the car and you got to drive it's like where would you stay you know or you could just stay behind and like maybe loot you know i don't know i guess that's true i mean i I, I suppose i i I think 
at some point, you know, I, I get the whole homesteader idea. Like, no, this is our home. We're not leaving. You know, and meanwhile, like your kids are all dying of thyroid cancer. Like, <laughs> right. you know, I'm glad we stayed. <laughs> and your cat flies. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> maybe it's time to buy growing a fucking twin out of your side. Like, hey, buddy. That's the case. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All your kids look like basket case. That's, that's a great, that's, that's a wonderful shout out right there. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Um, you know, I, I don't, but I mean, people go and they visit and they're, you know, relatively fine until they find, you know, whatever, ha- like, because I'm sure of all the people that go and visit eventually, right? Cancer is such a thing now. Eventually, at least one of them is going to get cancer. Not wishing that on anybody. It's just statistics, right? Right. <laughs> you, you think when that happens, they're going to sit there and be like, I fucking shouldn't have gone to Chernobyl. <laughs> they're going to look back and fucking regret that trip to chernobyl meanwhile it's just because they had too many frozen dinners or something i don't know <laughs> whatever causes cancer these days i don't know uh, fucking ironic um completely avoidable you know but but what we've done we didn't really know how to fix the chernobyl situation we can't really go and and clean it up we can't really do anything about it so what they've done is they fucking built a box around it around the fucking reactor <laughs> they're just like I hope that holds up. <laughs> Did you know that? Did they you know the that box around it? They had a fucking concrete box. It's in like a case. Oh, now. I knew about the concrete. Yeah, because they had to, all they could do is dump the shit from helicopters. They couldn't, couldn't send anyone in. And I think the helicopter people all fucking died. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of first responders that I mean died like two weeks later. <laughs> as soon as you know. But yeah, they have just they actually had to re- they had to redo the box. I think in like the early 2000s, um, because it was it was starting to eat away at the box, all the radiation. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And they just made a new one. They're like, that's fine. But there are people that have <laughs> gone in now to. It's not as bad anymore. There are people that have gone inside. There's like the big. You know, people talk about the elephant's foot and and the and in inside of the plant, which is just this big mass of. It's mostly, I think it's called corium or some shit. It's it's mostly, you know, just particles. It's just a mass of different particles, and it's so fucking radioactive that like it used to be so radioactive that if you stood next to it for five minutes, you were gonna you were gonna die. It's gonna kill you. It's not as radioactive anymore, but um, you you know, people have now taken pictures of it and can and you know things like that, but it uh yeah the whole thing we're just kind of like we're just gonna keep fucking walling this thing up until it just kind of goes away <laughs> like that's our that's been not our reaction to it but that's their reaction to it that's that's how we're solving the problem so when you were talking about like fukushima that's that's what we're doing we're just like eh. you know it'll just kind of work itself out um meanwhile the damage in the area is so bad in that whole area that it's not going to be habitable for about twenty thousand years that's crazy to me. Twenty thousand years. It's not safe for anybody to live there. So 20, then why? So then why are they making it a tourist attraction? Like that's what's so crazy is that like I understand if you can't live there. I know there's a difference between you know it's a great place to visit, but you wouldn't want to live there. Sure. But if it's not habitable for twenty thousand years, maybe you shouldn't fucking can't even, stop people from going. I guess. You can't stop them. You know, and, and scientists go a lot. They got a lot to study. They're studying the wildlife. And actually, here's what's crazy about the wildlife in the area. Yes, the immediate wildlife, a, a lot of a lot of it died. Okay. The ones that didn't die did go on to pass mutations within their genetics if they could pass them at all. Um, radioactive animals, it's come come to find out, 
um, aren't very fertile. Actually, one of the biggest issues is that they don't reproduce after they've been hit with that much radiation. But Mm -hmm. the ones that did, did go on to reproduce things that have issues. Um, You know, but what that looks like is, again, rife with cancer, short life expectancies, things like that. However, the wildlife in the area is fucking thriving because there's no people there. That makes sense, yeah. It's doing an awesome job, which, you know, can't come to find out, people are more dangerous than nuclear radiation. <laughs> How nice is that? I buy it. <laughs> you know, so it also mean, shows how like incredibly fucking stupid people are and how they don't listen to common sense whatsoever. The fact that it was become it would become a big tourist place. You know, it's like we, we, we feel like people like this idea that like they have to be tricked or that like, you know, oh, you know, people have to be brainwashed and God forbid we platform certain people because if we let their voices be heard, they'll they'll instinctively lead people to their doom or something. People are killing themselves pretty good on their own, right? <laughs> like people are fucking idiots. Like if you if if you if you are not a scientist and you go to Chernobyl for any fucking reason except for it seems like a cool place that I'd want to get a picture in front of, like I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to say that those are QAnon people or that those are like, like, <laughs> it, but they're, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, they found a different way to channel their idiocy. You know? I mean, you know, live and let live, but just know going there, what the dangers are. I mean, it's not like, okay, so you're not going to show up at Chernobyl and there's like a secret society of mutated people that eventually kill you like in the movie but or whatever happened in the movie i don't really remember but there it was um, like zombies i don't think they were that well organized or anything that's terrible yeah no it's not good that's not gonna happen you're gonna go and there's really nothing going on there um you know except for an old abandoned town that people have since so many people have gone anymore it's not like things are just sitting where they lie anymore people Mm. fuck with that shit they move that shit around all over the place you know it's not like that anymore um don't take anything you know if you're gonna go know the risk don't take anything with you that shit is radioactive having it in your home will fucking kill you and there are spots in that area that will absolutely fucking kill you it's not gonna kill you that day that's the issue with it it's not gonna be that day it's gonna take a long time but it will kill your ass so (laughs) you know if you're okay with that you know some people are okay with that look I i smoke okay i'm a smoker it's killing me. I know that it's going to kill me, but I still do it. You know, man, you had to bring that up. Yeah, I, I smoked a few cigarettes this weekend, See? and uh, my wife was really pissed. <laughs> She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, I'm drinking. Let me have a few smokes." <laughs> but I mean, like of all people, like yeah, I guess like kill me. No, no, I'm still gonna come down on harder than Chernobyl people, but I guess I get it a little <laughs> bit because uh, you got to go I, out of your way to do that. It's easier to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I had open heart surgery ten months ago, and I was out this weekend fucking doing shots of jameson and smoking cigarettes and you know whatever <laughs> so i mean right people just you know you know yolo i guess is what i guess right i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, why am i gonna yuck somebody's yum just fuck it if you want to go to chernobyl and just uh, fuck all the way off in chernobyl right. yeah <laughs> You know, if that's what if that's what your your deal is, I I don't know if I would go. You know, I I don't think I'd pay to go. But if anybody was like, "Hey, I'm going to Chernobyl," would you go? I, then I'd do it. Fuck it, yeah. Like I'll pay for it. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll do anything for money. <laughs> do anything for a free trip. 
I'd probably do it. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not that bad. It, it'd be like getting hit with, you know, you know how like over the course of your life, you you take x-rays or whatever. Going to, going to, to, to Pripyat is like getting hit with 10 x-rays, but like all on the same day. <laughs> yeah. I mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not great, but like, there's probably worse things out there. I don't fucking know. Um, you know, I... But, you know, I, again, I think it's kind of funny and very sad. Um, and maybe that's that's the part of it that people are fascinated with. That, again, we haven't fixed this problem. <laughs> it's still a problem. <laughs> it's still happening. Now, granted, it's not leaking radio, you know, ra- radiation at alarming rates or anything because we built a box around it. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to go away. It, it's not going to go away. 20,000 years, Pato. 20,000 that's a long fucking time, bro. We won't even be around. I who knows if human beings it. will. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. We would yeah. have to evolve. This there has to be some kind of evolution. We certainly wouldn't look like this, you know. And we and we have done this now, not once, but this has happened twice. You know, um, I mean, I don't. I, I didn't study Fukushima again. Like I said, when it happened, I, I didn't even really. I probably, I'm sure I knew about it, but you know, again, I was doing drugs. I was busy. It was a rough uh, year. It was, a, it was. It was a. I was pregnant that year. That was the year I was pregnant, so I was not doing drugs at the time. But <laughs> I was busy making a human um, to grow up in this terrible world that we have. <laughs> and uh, so I don't really know the extent of how that happened, but I'm gonna say chances are, if we didn't fucking fix the Chernobyl deal, um, we're probably not gonna fix that one either. <laughs> you know um it's we probably learned though by now that we can just like put a concrete box around it and then just replace it after 30 years and <laughs> just keep doing that it's forever you know until eventually it subsides and it goes away you know i don't know mm-hmm. um pripyat and chernobyl those areas are now like um you know dreamlands for a nuclear physicist you know again it's it's helped us further science in those areas um but what good did it do if if pretty much the same thing happened again uh in 2011 so well when you hear these stories about uh you know these people sometimes think that the aliens are intervening to try to save us from ourselves from an ecological disaster whatever i mean that right there we totally fucked up the planet like if if it's going to take 20,000 years to fix yeah yeah, i mean think about it like all you need and then then now there's a second one you know how how many hot spots like that can our ecosystem afford to have before it just totally fucks up everything and we end up killing ourselves and all the life on here absolutely oh yeah i agree well there was i I forgot i'm glad you brought up aliens um there was allegedly a story i i can't verify it but allegedly Somebody saw uh, like a like an orb UFO over the power plant a couple of times uh, during the nuclear meltdown. Yeah, but those people were all dead. So how'd that report get out? <laughs> there was a name associated with it. Some weird fucked up Russian name that I can't or Ukrainian name that I can't say. Um, and uh, but I went to go try to look at the reports because I did try to backtrack on that. I was like, well, let me see. You know, people see yeah. UFOs all the time. Let me go see. Um, and the, the only source that that I had was in. Um, that language it was a website in that in that language and i was not about to google translate all that so i didn't so i don't know who knows is there anything to that i don't know um the aliens are just like hey the humans are fucking up the planet let's go take a look (laughs) 
they got front row seats. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they did it. I, I don't think they did though. I just think someone just fucked up their job that day. I mean, that's how simple. That's <laughs> that's how quick something like that happens. They just, literally they just fucked up. If you want to read the technicalities of it, do. But someone just fucked up. Didn't hit a button somewhere. Didn't do that. Right. Didn't check off that box. And 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 guess what? They caused the whole nuclear disaster. So. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think it's is yeah. Well, I don't think it's as easy to write off too as that. Oh, they were stupid Russians. I think that you know, we are lucky that we don't have something like this on our hands, and maybe it's only a matter of time before we do. Because now the Russians have it, and the Japanese have it. You know, we hey, we use nuclear power too. There's actually, I you know, Illinois has a lot of nuclear power plants. And I know some of the engineers that work at them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're relatively safe, I guess. Uh, but um, not that I know, like, the actual nuclear, nuclear engineers, but just, like, you know, the, anyway. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a roll of the dice, man. This is, I know this is probably proven technology, and there's a reason that we keep using it. But, uh, you know, what what's going to happen here is it could be an earthquake. You know, there's a one of the first episodes that I did with uh, with this show once we got past um, my origin story and all that shit was the Great Chicago Earthquake Prophecy, mm-hmm. because you have the new Madrid fault line that runs through the Midwest and right through Illinois. And all of our nuclear power plants are in in southern and central Illinois. And if those things go off, <laughs> I'm fucked. You know, that could be the next Chernobyl. Chicago's sure. Chicago's within range to be, you know, I, I don't know if we would, if they would evacuate the whole city, but I don't even know if you couldn't. There's too many of us, you know, uh, yeah. it would be disastrous is long story short. And then to have that happen in the central, uh, in, in the middle of the Midwest where we have all of our, like the grain belt and all that stuff where we do our farming. Um, I mean, it could be a, a disaster even worse than what we've seen with the other two. And that's just because I know about where the nuclear plants are in Illinois. Um, The rest of our listeners, if you know, if you don't know offhand, there's a pretty good chance that there's a nuclear power plant in your state because we use them all over the fucking place. We don't have one here in Ohio. You don't or you do? We do not. Okay. Well, I I don't know where they're all at either, but like, yeah, I know they're they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. We have them. I mean, Illinois has them for sure. We we aren't, so, uh, you know, we're not impervious to nuclear meltdown. That is a very real possibility that could just fucking happen. And you're right. You know, Pat, you start talking about all these people in, in the farming industry. Exactly. And, you know, that's another part of it that people, there's just so much when you talk about specifically Chernobyl that affected it. Again, it fucked up the drinking water. It, it fucked up the food. I mean, everything in that area. It It, it just entirely annihilated it which is why people are still dying from the fallout of something that happened in the 80s you know they're still dying from it it's the disaster hasn't really ended it's still just going slowly but it's still fucking leaving its mark so yeah i mean that that is a very real something that's something that could happen here it could happen ohio Ohio has two actually shows me what fucking no yeah i googled it i didn't see any yeah there's there uh the david bessie 
uh, nuclear power station. It's northern Ohio. It's like right on right on that lake that you guys got up there, like between Toledo and Sandusky. And then the other one is Perry Nuclear Power Plant, and that is uh, between um, what is it? Uh, Plainsville. It's north of Akron. Over there. I don't even know where Plainsville is. It's it's the northern part of the state. It's like right on that, right on, what is that, Lake Erie? Yeah. Uh, they're both on Lake Erie. One's just a little bit east of Toledo, and one is um, north of Akron, which is uh, right on the state line with Pennsylvania, or by the state line of Pennsylvania. So one's, they're both, like I said, northern part of the state. And then uh, most of the Appalachia is clear. Uh, when you get North Carolina's got some. Um, Where are you, you seeing this at? I'm curious. The USN. So go to NRC.gov, the okay. Nuclear Regulatory Commission. And then uh, there's a operating nuclear power reactors by location. It's like an interactive map of the United States. I'm looking at it right now. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But Illinois got a ton of them, though. Like we actually. There's some a lot closer to my fucking house than I thought. Uh, and there's some in central Illinois. Yeah. Illinois has, let's see, one, two, four, eight, ten, eleven. There are eleven in Illinois. That's entirely too many. I, I want to point out that nuclear power plants and power plants are not the same thing. Operating nuclear power reactors. Right. Nuclear is the important word there. Yeah, Apparently, operating. we have a nuclear reactor lab in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Where they're just playing with the shit. That's well, smart. you know, we were on that. So Friday night, I, I, we kind of didn't talk about it. We were both on that YouTube live thing that um, uh, Tobias was on. I popped in the room oh, yeah. for a little bit. And uh, somebody in that chat brought up the fact they were talking about the Illinois Mothman sightings. And somebody in that chat brought up that. A lot of the, uh, what are kind of like the O'Hare and Rockford sightings are not too far from Fermilab. And I that completely fucking slipped my mind. I never made that connection before. Fermilab is where we have like the American CERN. Um, and we do a lot of, uh, they call them Ricks. There's Little Rick and Big Rick. Um, and I forget what that's an acronym for. Well, we do a lot of the we do a lot of the, the particle experiments and stuff, and we have a super collider and everything, and all of that stuff is in Batavia, which isn't that far, but you know I don't know if that necessarily correlated, but um, narrative wise, it's an interesting thing to consider that there's some kind of correlation there. Sure, know? but then there would be a huge Mothman's flap in Sweden too, and there's not that I know of. Yeah, know. well, true. That's a, that's a very good point. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. What is? Do you hear that? No. What do you hear? That's a beeping. That was weird. <laughs> Maybe you're onto something, Pato. I don't know. <laughs> it's the woodpecker. It's the Russian woodpecker. Maybe I've got fucking thyroid cancer from just even talking about you know? i hope not <laughs> i mean i could see you getting hpv from hosting the show with me but that's just about <laughs> it that's all i'll take responsibility for <laughs> second hand hpv 
<laughs> talking to me once a week. It's good through osmosis. <laughs> Shit. Uh, that was weird. I mean, I don't know. I live in an apartment. Maybe it was coming from somewhere, but it's not. I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway. go, see, go see if Mary heard it. What's the What's the status of your neighbor? You said she moved out. Did you get new ones? No, not yet. No, not yet. And fucking, here's a funny story. I'll tell you a funny story real quick. Uh, I think it was Friday. Maybe it was Saturday. I don't remember. I was leaving the house. And my cat, one of my cats, he'll run out of my apartment door, okay? He doesn't go anywhere. You know, Pat, you've been here. I, I have like a lobby, right? So he'll run oh, out the door. Yeah. I'll go pick him up, put him back in the house, whatever. So they've been working on the apartment right across from me, okay? And the I don't I don't know why, but the that apartment door was just wide open. It was just wide open. And nobody's in there. And my cat runs out my door and runs into that fucking apartment. I had to go chase his ass. <laughs> it's like an abandoned apartment. <laughs> it was just I was so annoyed. Anyway, that that wasn't my story. <laughs> <laughs> I felt weird. I was like, what if someone's in here? Because it, it was okay, so it wasn't like in the middle of the day and i'm almost positive it was saturday which nobody's here on the weekends right so and it wasn't it was like six o'clock at night so nobody's there and i'm like why is this door wide open i'm like am i gonna find a fucking crackhead squatting in here like <laughs> i didn't know what to, i didn't know what was gonna happen some teenagers making out i don't know nothing happened though i got the cat and i brought him back home and that was that he was in a bunch, a bunch of kids drinking and spray painting satan on the wall Right, I would have, I'd have joined. I'm like, oh, this is a party. <laughs> Let me go get the cigarettes. <laughs> you guys want to come watch Joe Bob at my place? Yeah. I got some rum and coke. <laughs> they think I was cool. You know, never mind. I'm not gonna say. It. I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> what? All right. No, it's, I'll tell you after the show. It's not. It's not show friendly. Maybe we'll talk about it on the Patreon, but it's juicy. <laughs> Oh, that's juicy. Um, anyway, Pato, do you have anything else to say about Chernobyl or nuclear disasters or any any of that? No, I do not. Seven seven three five nine weird. Seven seven three five nine weird. Tell us. We still haven't gotten erotica stories yet. Send us your erotica stories at seven seven three five nine weird, and we'll have you checked we'll, that. Have you checked it recently? Have we gotten anything? We've been dropping that number more. We've been gotten. We've got getting nothing. Send us something. Give us right. Send us, us shit. Call you guys don't send us anything. Yeah, Jim Jam hasn't messaged us in a while either. So you could just call that number and give us your, your show. Jim thoughts. Jam doesn't like us anymore. You burned that bridge. You fucked that up. I don't know what you did, but. <laughs> it's because you shit talked him that you were going to kick his ass a ski ball. <laughs> oh, I, well, that's because we thought we were going to a dogman convention. <laughs> I mean, you want to keep this fucking story going? Yeah, let's see where this goes. You challenge his ass to ski ball and didn't show up. Yeah. Well, we we got uninvited from the dogman convention by the Uber driver. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have your own cars. You can't come. Uh, okay. All right, dude. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll stop talking shit. And I'm gonna save that for the paywall. You know, but 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 before I go, um. Fuck white people because you know that's there you go. <laughs> that's our thing. So <laughs> anyway, we'll see you guys back here uh you know next Wednesday.